Hey everybody, welcome back um, to the You Are Not An Artist podcast. I don't know if I use that introduction enough. I know I need to make an intro, but uh, you know, I um, I learned a long time ago that it's better to just do do whatever it is that you want to do and quit worrying about how perfect it needs to be. Just get it out there. That's the most important thing. I um, mean, when it comes to doing this podcast, it's important to get the information out um, on time, which is something that I you guys know I struggle with. So uh, having said that, this is chapter three of the um, art book book club. So if you're just joining us, um, I'm doing a chapter by chapter book review, um, which comes with, um, of course, the podcast and the blog, which is up on my website, as well as just a a, like a three minute video on TikTok. Um, And we are reviewing artwork by Heather uh, Bandari and Jonathan Melber. So if you already have this book, you can follow along. Um, if you don't, I would recommend picking it up just because if you're self-taught like I am, there are some really important chapters in this book, especially chapter three, which is what we're about to cover right now. And um, I'm giving you my perspective and my professional opinion because I've been a professional artist for 12 years and I owned an art gallery for nine years and I worked as a certified business advisor for the SBA for four years. So there's a lot of insights here that I can pull out. Um, And if you haven't taken a look at chapter one, chapter two, those are already up as well as on the website. So feel free to go check those out. There's a lot of good information to catch you guys up. Again, I would recommend getting the book because it is very valuable. Even for those folks that have graduated with a BFA or MFA, I know there's probably some stuff in here that's you're already aware of, but there might be some stuff you're not aware of. So either way, I think it's a great, um, a great read and I've had it for, I've had this book for many years. So let's talk about chapter three, which is submission materials. Now this is a straightforward chapter. It's a little lengthy, but I made a lot of notes because some really good information in here for those of you that are just starting out. Uh, maybe you didn't go get a BFA or MFA and I don't think you need to go get one, but you do need to get caught up on some of the things that are really important to execute whenever you are maintaining your art business and you are wanting to get your name out there to wherever you want to show, whether it's, you know, museums, galleries, private shows, group shows, cafes, boutiques, retail stores, whatever the case is, uh, you have to have some really good best practices for your art business. And this chapter covers um, maintaining your images, your resume, press clips, artist statement, cover letter, and yeah, that's pretty much what this covers in this chapter. Now we'll say this. Yes, this is a straightforward chapter. Um, this has some really good information, um, but I will say it's a bit traditionalist uh, in, in the sense that things have changed. A lot of the reason why um, artists, um, and, and, and I will say this, the authors are both professional professionals in the art industry. They're not artists, but they do come from that side of the art world, which is the gallery world, the museum world. And in that world, you have to have your ducks in a row. You have to have really good images. Uh, They have to be uh, inventoried, make sure that you can access them. They're titled well. Uh, They're captured professionally or in good lighting, at least. Uh, You have to have a resume, artist statement. You have to have all this stuff. And I know they teach this in in the BFA and MFA programs. And self-taught artists, we don't know this. We just kind of go into it, which is exactly why I think that this is a bit traditionalist because there are some elements to this I think are really important, 
but not all of us want to be in galleries. That's not the only way that you can make a art career anymore. There's so many other ways now because of the fact that things are evolving. And, you know, galleries really were meant for the upper class to go into a space that's curated and have like the best picks that were chosen for them by the dealer, aka the gallerist. And that's that was the old way. It's been that way for many, many, many years. But it's changing now because of internet and social media and the fact that there's more disposable income out there and that people that are collecting art don't have don't have to have, you know, um, you know, bachelor's degrees or master's degrees, you know, to to be able to appreciate it. So I say go into this chapter uh, with that in mind. I don't think you have to feel like you're going to have to measure up to all the other MFA artists out there because there's so many artists out there that didn't go to school and are not doing it this way, to be honest with you. They're not following these steps. Um, They're not doing the resume and the artist statement, and they are still doing really well. But I will say, just because I've been doing this for a while, that some of these things are really, really useful, like capturing your images. I would say that as you're building out your inventory, that you make it a point to capture your process in video and image. And also at the very end, capture a really good image of your final piece with good lighting and all that cropped, all that good stuff. And then even adjust some of the settings when you put it into your computer and just make some tweaks here and there. So it really kind of reflects exactly how it looks in person and title it well and put it in a folder in your computer and back it up. Those are really good best practices. Make sure the title is on there, the date, you know, uh, those types of things you would be surprised go a long way because as you go through your art career, you have to have good records because you want to be able to go back. I mean, what's what if you want to do a book or what if you want to enter a museum collection and they want to see all your past works? Like it's really important that you have that stuff because you don't know how your art career is going to evolve. It may start off really small and maybe you're doing, you know, posters and stickers and stuff like that, which is great. But maybe you end up evolving and you go bigger or something happens and, you know, some you catch somewhere with somebody and suddenly you're off and running and you don't know how it's going to evolve. And it is fun to be able to see that happen. And it will happen. You just have to be open and ready for that. And so that's why I say capturing images, really super important. It's probably one of the most important things I would say for an artist that's just starting out to figure out what do I start? What do I do? Capturing your images. And right now, you know, back in 2011, when I was doing this, it was like I had to get an SLR camera, a digital camera to capture my images. But now, like, you know, the Google Pixel, holy crap, the uh, uh, the Samsung, oh, my God, their cameras are like far beyond what the, ca- the SLR digital cameras were back, you know, 10, 11 years ago. So you can get the latest phone and I think you can have a pretty good image that you can use just with that. Um, you just have to make sure you have good lighting, a balance of warm and cool lighting. The best lighting you can get is the one that comes through your window. So during the day, obviously. So um, that's really important. Um, I'll skip ahead a little bit because there is a lot of information here. Uh, the resume is important. Um, you know, at the very beginning, it's just a good habit to <clears throat> to be able to capture where your education, even if it's not a BFA or MFA, as well as any workshops, um, any sort of uh, cert- certificates that you've gotten, 
And then also any awards that you've received, if you entered local or regional or national art shows, um, or as well as uh, any places you've shown. So if you do happen to get into a gallery, um, or if you get into a very, you know, a very prominent restaurant, I, I think those are worth, worthwhile putting in there just so you can build the practice of getting your resume, your CV, so that you can start building on top of it. Because eventually you want to move out of some of those places and start doing solo exhibitions and group shows. And those are really important to capture the date, time, and the uh, the event itself where it was so that you can go back. And again, so that you can have evidence. Uh, the provenance is uh, really important. That word is used a lot in the art industry. And provenance means basically means that being able to provide evidence of where your art was shown and or collected by. So being able to show that, that's why it's such a huge thing in the art world, like being able to prove an art piece is an original, where it came from. The only way that art museums can do that right now is through records. And that's why it's on you to keep those records and making sure that you back it up. Back it up. The, the, one of the best places to keep the record is actually on the piece of artwork itself. That's I won't get into a tangent, but that's why blockchain technology is really kind of making a big impact in the art world because it's a ledger, public ledger. So that's why that's kind of making a big impact. But they haven't figured it out yet. So until that time happens, you need to keep good records on your own. So let's skip ahead a little bit because it does talk at length about um, your CV. There are some really good resources in here. It gives examples of what the letterhead would look like for your CV and the format of it, um, you know, your your resume, your your artist statement, those are all, they have really good examples in here, which I would just go ahead and take it. Use the format for yourself and, um, and use that so that you can keep good records. They also talk about making sure that you have um, press clips of anything that you've done publicly. That's also good. My mentor, uh, Warren Taylor, he has uh, an amazing collection of press clips from his entire 30-year career as an artist, and it's really impressive. And he's given me some of them, um, and it's really impressive to see that he has been all these different places and he can prove it. And again, it goes back to the provenance. So the press clips are really important. So if you do get into a show and they, you know, there's a there's a flyer or there's an invitation or there's something in the newspaper and you can get it, cut it out, put it away into a little scrapbook because it, you would be surprised of how important it can be later down the road. So I like that. They do provide some good examples there. Um, they have a cover letter in here. Okay, fine. Use it if you want to. If you're going to be submitting to a place like a museum or a gallery, those are all really uh, fine and well. Uh, so overall, I, I would give this a really good recommendation for Chapter 3. There's just so much information for artists that have um, that are just starting out and you don't know where to start. It's It can be overwhelming. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I made a lot of mistakes when I started, and I didn't always capture everything the way I needed it to. I do it now, and I'm doing a good job of going back and organizing everything. I keep everything in a Google Drive. And then I back it up on my computer and it's really useful to be able to go back because you can also, if you if you have captured really good images, you can also um, create other products from that, prints, you know, that type of stuff. So that, that becomes very, very useful. Uh, and you can also go back and just see where you were back in this date 
and see how far you've come and that's really great to look at too so overall i like to say that chapter three is really good moving into next week which is going to be all about websites and business cards that's going to be a really good one that's my my bachelor's degree is in e-commerce so i have a lot of experience in the website marketing side of um of running the art business i've i've built many websites for my art businesses that i've had over the years and everyone every one of those has been better than the last and i always feel like i could always still improve upon them so that's going to be a really good chapter next week so uh you know, if you're just catching up, you have a little bit of time to uh, to take a look at the other chapters. The first one isn't so heavy. Chapter two last week was a little long, but I did critique it pretty well. And chapter three, I think it's just full of really great information. But again, take it as you need it. Um, the, the things that, again, that I think is going to be important is capturing your image as well, organizing your information, where you're showing, um, where you've shown the press clips, artist statement. Those are things that are really important to learn how to do. But keep in mind that it's for down the road and it's just a good practice to be able to develop now. I wouldn't put too much pressure on yourself to be like, I got to have all this stuff together before I start selling anything. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not if you're at the beginning. If you're at the beginning, it's more important that you capture your images and that you work on your art. That's the most important thing. Um, work on your process, your creative process. Those types of things are super important. Um, I don't think you have to go you know, too crazy about all this stuff quite yet. This is all just so that you can understand what you're going to need to do soon. So anyway, thanks for joining me this week. The blog will be up soon. I have to go out of town this weekend, uh, so I may not be able to get to the blog right away, but uh, the most important stuff is um, on the podcast, I think, because I do talk at length about it. But the backup is on the blog just in case you want to read through it a little bit and capture some of the main points and so i'll do a quick TikTok here in a minute just so that i can make sure i get a little bit more content out so thanks again for tuning in if you guys have been listening for the past few weeks i really appreciate it um the support because it helps me become consistent even when i'm super busy so thank you all have a good weekend and see you around